Hey, York Alliance, welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Wednesday, December 23rd. Hope you're doing well as we journey through this season closer and closer to Christmas. I hope that tomorrow night you will join us at 6 o'clock on YouTube for our Christmas Eve gathering. It's going to be a short time that is really um, targeted toward the whole family. And so I hope that you'll make a new tradition this year and uh, gather around the TV set or the computer screen and... um, and engage the Christmas Eve service. Uh, it's certainly different and not what we would love, but um, it's uh, it's better than nothing, and it's a good way for us to connect, and we hope it'll be a blessing to you. Well, we've been journeying this week through Isaiah chapter 9 and the four names that God the Father speaks through the prophet Isaiah about the Messiah, that he would be our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, our everlasting Father, and our Prince of Peace. And so we've talked so far about him being our wonderful counselor and our mighty God, and today I want to spend just a few minutes talking about what it means that he is our everlasting Father. That that um, that term everlasting is very parallel linguistically to the idea of perfect. He's our perfect Father, and uh, he loves us perfectly. It struck me uh, a, a few days ago, as I've been praying for some of you and praying for some of the people in my life, and j- just a sense of aloneness that so many of us feel during this season because of isolation and because of not being able to gather with family and friends in the way that we typically would. There's this sense of being alone. And I think it's so ironic when we think about one of the much loved names of Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And the promise of God being with us is that we will never actually be alone. And so um, I, I hope that as you wrestle and if you find yourself wrestling with feeling alone, that you would recognize that um, while there's a, a, a need for us and a desire for us to have human companionship and connection, and I don't want to downplay that at all, I hope you also recognize the beauty of the fact that God has come to be with us and that we are never truly alone because God is with us. And I think that ties in to what it means to have a perfect father because a perfect father is present. He's uh, constantly with us and engaged with us. We can't go anywhere from him as Psalm 139 tells us that there's no place that we can hide from him. And on one hand, that's a, uh, a daunting idea that when we're seeking to uh, to be alone in our sinfulness particularly and, and want to be separate from him, we can't be separate from him. But on the other hand, there's this beautiful picture of the fact that we can't run from him. He will always be with us. And uh, there's there's no way for us to be alone because um, we, there's no way that we can hide from his presence. That's a beautiful picture. Another way that the perfect father interacts with us is that he gives us freedom. Um, the, the freedom that comes from the father is one that we can enter into. It's one of the themes of uh, Paul as he writes in the New Testament, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom, uh, that, that God gives freedom to his, uh, his children. Uh, one of the challenges is that freedom, just like it is with, with our kids, comes through discipline. Freedom does not mean that we can do anything we want. In fact, with no boundaries, uh, what sociologists find is that uh, there's actually less freedom. 
But when we have appropriate boundaries, we have room to move, there's actually a high level of freedom. I think about having a fenced yard by a busy road. And uh, with, without the fence, there's a need to stay very close. But with the fence, with the boundaries in place, there's great freedom. And that's what the Father does for us. When, uh, when Jesus comes as our everlasting Father, he gives us hope and freedom. He gives us the ability to move around. We don't have to be careful that we wouldn't step into the busy road, but we can recognize that uh, he's given us grace. And so he gives us freedom. The perfect father also gives us access. Uh, Hebrews 10 tells us that a new and living way has been created for us into the very throne room of God. I think about my kids and uh, people will say to me all the time, I know you're busy, but you know what my kids never say to me? Dad, I know you're busy, but no, they just burst right in, right? Um, there's a, whatever's going on. It doesn't matter how busy it is. It doesn't matter what's happening. They they come in. In fact, they get a little perturbed if I say, wait a minute, just a second. Uh, they, they know that they have full access to their father. And that's true for us. We have complete access to God through Jesus. Uh, he has given us access. The perfect father also gives us belonging uh, one of the beautiful promises of First John chapter three is this idea that we have been, uh, we can celebrate that we have been called children of God. And John actually says, as he writes, and that's what we are. We're children of God. We're part of the family. We've been invited into his family and given commonality uh, under one father. And so uh, the father gives us belonging. He also gives us blessing. Uh, the, the blessing of God rests upon us. Ephesians 1, 3 reminds us that before the creation of the world, we have been blessed in Christ. Um, and so there's, uh, there's a great joy that comes from, uh, from that blessing. Um, God has placed his blessing upon us, and that's related to the final thing. The, the perfect father means that we have his spirit. The, the perfect father gives good gifts, perfect gifts. You may be thinking about that if you're a parent during this season as you try to figure out what's the perfect gift to give to my kids? What would be the exact thing that they need? My wife is a, a gift giver. She loves the, the, the times of giving gifts and she loves to come up with just the right one. It can be uh, frustrating for a pragmatic person like me. I just want to get it done. You know, I'm going through and this will work, this will work, this will work. And she, she's not good with that. She wants the perfect one. Uh, the Father gives us the perfect gift. Jesus says it himself in John chapter 14, that um, we're not left alone, but God has given us another counselor, one who will come with us and guide us, the perfect gift of the Spirit. And so that gift of the Spirit is a reminder that we have a perfect Father who loves us, who cares for us. And so God is our everlasting Father, he is with us. He gives us freedom and access, belonging, blessing, and gives us the perfect gift of his spirit. Rest in his love this week. Even when you feel alone, even when you feel separated, I pray that you would feel his presence because there's nowhere that we can go to get away from him. He is with us. And that's a great reminder to us this Christmas season. I pray that the gift of Emmanuel and the Spirit of God would rest upon you, dwell within you, and flow from you to a waiting, watching, and needy world. 
may we declare the greatness and the glory of our perfect Father to the world around us. Have a great day. I'll be back with you one more time this week for Christmas Eve and hope to see you tomorrow night virtually through our Christmas Eve gathering. Grace and peace to you.